Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA, gateway to the seven theme lands of the Magic Kingdom. Welcome aboard the Monday Morning Monorail podcast. This is Justin Monorail, and I am back. I survived Thanksgiving. I hope you did too. I, you know, the turkey coma, it only lasted about a day or so. And I'm, I'm coming to in the post Thanksgiving world. It is now officially the holiday season. And as an early gift for you, we bring you episode 177 of the Monday Morning Monorail podcast. But I'm not here alone. I welcomed in my monorail family members. We gather around the virtual Christmas tree. We join hands. We sing. What do they sing in, in Grinch? Yahoo Dores or something. Um, and our lead singer, I'm going to introduce first. And that is, of course, Steffers. Steffers, welcome back to Whoville. The fact that you called me the lead singer when Landon literally has a song he sings in this show surprises me. But I will take it. I will take it. Hello. It's me. I'm Hi. here. I'm back. Hi, Steffers. I didn't go very far, but I I'm still here. I'm back. <laughs> You're back, and you also survived Thanksgiving, so I am grateful for that. Survive. Very strong word. I, I wish I had more leftovers to like have more meals because my house is empty of food. Um, but we ate those literally the day after, <laughs> like the, the afternoon after. It was like one meal, solid meal. So that is disappointing. It's fine. Yeah, it, it is. But uh, my sister in law made a pumpkin pie and she put a little gimli on it, which was very cute. Wow. I need to post a picture of that because if you follow me on Instagram, you saw it. If you don't follow me on Instagram, you did not see it, and it's very cute. That is very special. Was it an edible gimli? Yeah, it was made out of uh, pie crust wow. or pie puff pastry, like the pastry dough thing. So, you know, as we do on every Thanksgiving, we eat effigies of the animals that we love. And speaking Perfect. of that, <laughs> uh, I thought it would be funny to try to segue to Lane and he's in the middle of a laugh break right now. So I'm going to give him a second. But, uh, you know, the reason I introduced you as the lead singer, Steffers, is because Landon has that nice, deep baritone. He's got the lower timbre to his voice. Most of the time, people like us, we can't be lead singers because we can't hit those high notes like you can. But you know what? A high note of our podcast is the fact that Landon is here with us. Landon, welcome back to the monorail. Hi, everybody. It's me. It's me. It's the DOZ coming to you once again from the isolation station of love. Uh, give me a second. I'm uh, uh, dethawing my turkey. So uh, Thanksgiving will uh, will not. G Wait, I'm being told in my ear. I completely botched the meal. Fantastic. Great. Thanks. <laughs> well, I have good news Sounds for you. Brand. I have good news for you, Lane. And if you're dethawing it, I think that means you're freezing it. So you can freeze it until next year, which will that'll work just fine. Yes, yes, I, I, I think you're right there. So, <laughs> so once it's 
unthawed, I can refreeze it and then unthaw it again. <laughs> totally, totally safe, right? Yeah, it should be mm-hmm. fine. I think so. Yeah, I mean, it's it, 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 it's fine. I, I I won't be, you know, sealing in the, the germs or anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the way I look... So how is everybody's Thanksgiving? Oh, it, it was good. <laughs> the, the way that I look at cooking is it, you're killing germs with fire. So I feel like you can kind of pretty much cook anything. It's going to kill all the bad stuff, and, and then you you just get the meat, right? That's how it works. That is that is, that is not how cooking works, oh. but, but I, I, I do like the way you look at it. Oh, well, this is why I don't cook a lot. I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> why you don't cook a lot. Yeah. Well, well, I, I I can't say much of anything. Uh, my cooking expertise starts uh, at a crock pot and stops at a DoorDash pass or Dash Pass uh, subscription. <laughs> so there you go. I mean, valid, very valid. Mm, uh, yeah. So we didn't deep fry our turkeys this year. Is that is that correct? No, unfortunately, oh. my boy Harmon didn't set up his deep frying station, so so I didn't get any deep fried turkey, which bums me out because that is really good. Yeah, you you built it up quite a bit on the last episode. I was hoping to hear the the uh, review of that deep fried fried turkey this year, but me too. But 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 my boy said it wasn't worth the uh, worth the trouble because uh, he told me it, like it was only me. And his bird that generally got deep fried. And like I talked on last episode, he had like a factory going on, a deep frying factory. And it just didn't make sense to uh, have that much effort for two birds. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, there's always next year. Hopefully, like I said, just freeze your turkey for an entire year. I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, (laughs) It'll be fine. It'll be fine. (laughs) Famous last words. Go ahead and put that on my tombstone. Yeah. Steffers, uh, I'd like to welcome you back after your one-week suspension. Uh, we we won't talk about why you were suspended last week, but mm-hmm. you know we'll keep mm-hmm. that you know behind the scenes. But I did want to say um, because he and I have gone back and forth a lot over the years in terms of our opinions of things like Animal Kingdom, and he often finds himself sitting squarely in the middle of the Monday morning monorail penalty box. Happy birthday mm-hmm. to Jeffers! Um, today is the day after your birthday as we record this, so. I would like to welcome you right back into the penalty box as uh, your post-birthday <laughs> gift. So I hope you enjoyed well, we your 24 you. hours. <laughs> Good job, Jeffers. Woo-hoo. Happy day after your birthday, Jeff and me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you know, he's got a lot of opinions uh, about things, and we're all welcome to our opinions. He just happens to be wrong most of the time. But, Jeffers, we love you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. It was my secret Santa one year. Do you know how expensive it is to send, almost said a bad word, to uh, to uh, Canada? Very, very is the answer. Oh, I can't imagine. Crossing a border so far away. Canada is like a whole nother planet to me, even it though is. it's even I, though it's just I mean, right it, up there. It, it, yeah, it, it definitely is a whole nother planet. I mean, like, like I, I think uh, their government is run by uh, mooses and Brett the Hitman Hart. <laughs> have you ever yeah. seen a moose? They're giant. They're exactly so big. Have. I didn't and, know and that. Canada is run by them. Yeah. So, so I don't know why why we don't fear Canada more. I, I've, I'm always shocked when I happen to see videos of mooses, meese, I guess you'd call them, on the internet. <laughs> 
And they're like, especially if there's something nearby for scale, I'm like, that is not a moose. That is a living adat. Those things are giant. <laughs> they're so big. And it's scary. <laughs> Add up. <laughs> this is my last show, guys. I gotta go. I just gotta. I like thought we were gonna go one direction, and you went at it. Like, okay. I'm a star. Unfortunately, we only have one Luke Skywalker, and he's not, you know, manning any uh, any fighter to take him down. So mooses are running wild. That's, are. that's your takeaway from this week's Monday morning moderate on the frozen tundra of Canada. <laughs> Mooses and they're they're running Canada's government and they're running wild. They're running mooses running wild. Yeah, <laughs> I think we just uh, stumbled upon uh, the episode name. Moose has um, gone by wild. The way, wait, wait. By the way, I just googled it. The plural of moose is moose. Yeah, of course, but it's no, more fun it's to say mooses. Actually, I don't think so. No, I think it's mice. Actually, <laughs> it um, is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, no, no, I'm no. Just- it's- it's it, it, it's mouse. I just want to be clear to everyone listening. I did try to correct them. I tried and I failed. My apologies. Oh, Steffers, that's your first mistake. You tried on the Monday morning. Monorail. Oh, come on. We, we do try. try. We try. You have to start the week off strong by trying. Yeah. Mm. It's the end of the year. We're, we're If we're being completely honest, we're all just phoning it in until like... Mid February, right? <laughs> um, I, I I think that uh, considering we're all on a Zoom call to record these shows, we're sort of always phoning it in. Like one hundred percent of the time, we're phoning it in. God, so I almost said another <laughs> bad part. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to I'm here to try to break Landon and make him cuss today. <laughs> hey, you're doing the edit job, so 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 uh, let let the damn break. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it was. I got to bleep that one. Uh, oh, shut up. <laughs> well, you know, I was hoping I, I kept looking for a good segue to uh, jump into the news today, uh, but I never saw one. So I'm just going <laughs> to say it's time to do it. Let's jump into the news. <laughs> That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. With all the headlines from the Central Florida theme parks that you may or may not be interested in. I hope you are, though. (laughs) I hope you are, because what would be the point if you're not? Hey, so we did say that we're jumping into the officially into the holiday season right now. And so I wanted to start off just by giving a shout out to our boy, the, 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 the creature we love the most. And I'm surprised we didn't all eat an effigy of him on Thanksgiving. It's Figment. Figment is back. Boy. Our boy, and he's in his ugly Christmas sweater. For those I that got what to, segment would taste like. Um, can you imagine it? <laughs> I can't imagine. Mm. Mm. Um, That'd be great. I think it would probably be like whatever you wanted it to taste like. Really? Yeah, I guess. We're deviating, guys. We're going off the off the train of thought here. Would it be gamey? No. Wait. This is just uh, Journey into Imagination figment, not the meet and greet figment, correct? that's correct. And that was something I wanted to say. So for the people who got to ride Journey into Imagination with figment uh, the last few days, you've got you have enjoyed the views of figment in his ugly Christmas sweater, which I think now is in year what four. Um, He's been doing this for a few years now. 
And has it really been that long? Wow. It's been Have three we or known four you years. guys that long? I well, three or four years now, Steffers. I know that it feels like a lifetime at this point, but uh, <laughs> Sheesh, I gotta get some new friends. <laughs> it's uh, we've we've gone stale. <laughs> These friends Take have gone that, stale. Us. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. Um but no. Now that we have this figment meet and greet, I guess people were wondering if the walk around figment was going to have the ugly sweater. He does not, which I feel like is a massive oversight of the the Disney uh, character handlers. Why why would he not have the ugly sweater? People would love and it would drive even more people go. If you've already gotten your picture with figment, you didn't get one with him in his ugly sweater. So get back in there. But no, it is not to be. And speaking of disappointment around figment. I wanted to bring up this article from a couple of weeks ago. If you are on TikTok or Disney social media, you may have seen there was a series of videos that showed Figment visiting the Walt Disney World offices or not not Walt Disney, the Disney offices in Burbank, California. And it was as if they were setting up like a tease of something. Figment was walking around the offices. He was trying to get inspiration for ideas but as far as I can tell, none of those videos actually led to anything. And it was just a series of, wouldn't it be fun to see Figment walking around the Disney corporate offices? I, did you all see these? Do you know what I'm talking about? I did see them. And the fact that you've said that they're not leading to anything kind of uh, confirmed my first and uh, I, I guess thought. It's like, oh, what is what is this leading to? I'm unaware that there's anything announced like is there any upcoming uh refurbishment reimagining if you will of uh journey into your imagination um and i wasn't in i wasn't aware of anything but the fact that you're saying it's like uh yeah nothing nothing has been announced and doesn't seem like anything's coming of it is kind of like okay all right these are these are cool videos it's like what if what if figment came to interview for his job yeah, it's, it, it's almost like they ask him to come in, like Figment, step into our office. <laughs> like this yeah, is right. not going to be good news. And the last one is Figment getting fired. Um, <laughs> it might as well have been. I mean, so there it, there were little things in the videos that really made you sort of pique your interest a little bit. Like Figment's walking around, he's got his notepad, he's collecting these ideas. In one of the videos, Figment touches the handprints of Tony Baxter, who is, of course, basically mm. the father of Figment, created Figment. Uh, the last one is is it really sort of brings everything together. It's got Figment carrying his notepad labeled Figment's book of ideas as he walks through the halls of the headquarters and meets employees uh, before going through the doors of Walt Disney Imagineering in Glendale. What could this mean? Why did they do this? I guess that's the question. Why did Disney do this? I have thought, but I don't know if it's like a good thought. Go ahead. But what if. They're using Figment as like the sh- the front 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 line hype front man? man front man sounds right. <laughs> I don't I've worried my brain isn't braining today. Uh, what if they're using Figment as like the front man f- intro- to introduce a new f- this new phase of Disney? That's I mean we have some things that are happening, but not necessarily Figment specific. But like just like a new phase, like a new. D- I don't want to say generation because that sounds gross. Just whatever's to come with a new Disney, wave. A new wave. Thank you. Wave is a great way to say it. Just and they're using him because they know that he 
is like a symbol of, you know, I mean, a lot of people love figment. So maybe it's just kind of like a, hey, welcome to our new wave where we're maybe listening to your ideas in the Monday Morning Monorail podcast in which (laughs) you guys share really great tidbits and we're going to work to implement them moving forward. Kind of vibe. Like maybe it wasn't really anything super telling. But, like, maybe it was just kind of like an introduction to where they're potentially going in the future. That's possible. I don't like it. I think it was the wrong way to do it if that's what they're doing. Because in this article, so and we took this from DisneyTouristBlog.com, so thank you to them. But but here I just want to read these last through these last three uh, quick paragraphs that they wrote, because this is really it, it. This sums up how every Disney parks nerd, especially if you're a fan of the Walt Disney World Resort, is feeling about these videos. So here they say, we'll start with the obvious, which is Disney hasn't announced anything in or alongside these videos. Absolutely nothing official has been said about Journey into Imagination getting a fourth version. They're toying with us. They know they're toying with us, too. Despite cliches about social media accounts being run by interns... That's not how any of it actually works with Disney. A series of posts like this would have been workshopped, involved involved multiple meetings across departments, go through layers of approvals. None of this is done on a lark. It's purposeful and strategic. Disney knows exactly what they're doing by ending on a shot of Figment entering Walt Disney Imagineering, the reactions and emotions it'll evoke from fans. That's precisely the point. They want speculation, the buzz, the hope, the blog posts like this one. Hey, it's not falling into a trap if we jump into it willingly. And that's I guess you could say that about us talking about it here on the podcast. But really, it's sort of if there is nothing, isn't it sort of like a big middle finger to the fans of Figment who want that ride to get the love it deserves? I'm I'm not going to go as far as calling it a big middle finger, because once again, this is an instance of Disney at least doing something with Figment. They're acknowledging that, yes, there are. Figment fans out there, I will freely admit that I'm a Figment fan, and I think y'all would uh, would do the same. Um, and that is that is despite the fact that the current iteration of Journey into Imagination isn't necessarily the best attraction in Epcot. My last trip down to Epcot, uh, me and the Smoking Hot Girlfriend, we didn't find time to go see Figment, and uh, we didn't lose sleep over. Now, uh, now maybe maybe they're hearing. Uh, these rumblings that that figment does have his fans despite the fact that his current attraction isn't the best thing in his own theme park because for better or for worse and i say for better i think figment is one of the icons of epcot and i do think that disney is cognizant of the fact that uh they are gonna have to answer Universal, when Epic Universe opens in, what, late 24, early uh, 25, I'm not saying that a new journey into imagination is the full-blown answer to a entirely new theme park, <laughs> but it definitely could help. It could, uh, it could uh, throw some red meat to the uh, Disney fans, so to speak, if they did show some love to that uh, purple little uh, dude, as Eric <laughs> Idle uh, called him. Well, yeah. he didn't actually call him that, but uh, but I, I I'm I, I'm not I'm not going to say that this is a middle finger to the Disney fans. A question, mm-hmm. a very I I don't really know where I fall on the scale either. 
But you're talking about it like an answer to Epic Universe, which I very much think Disney will come up with one, whatever. Everything is intentional, like what like what Justin said. But my question is, do you think, or maybe what would you prefer? Maybe not what do you think, but what would you prefer? Would you prefer them to spend the time and the money updating what we already have in whatever means necessary? Like take the time to do the spaceship birth renovation. Take the time to uh, whatever they're going to do, switch out Dino Land, all mm-hmm. those things. Or would you rather them in the background not do any of that, at least not anytime soon, and open some new park or new thing? Because I don't know necessarily – I don't necessarily think that they would need to open a brand new park to to combat Epic Universe. I think that they can make the parks that are current, like what we have – better by enhancing the experiences that you know like listening to their fans which maybe is what they're doing by this whole figment thing i don't know i just work here and by here i mean the monday morning monorail (laughs) not disney i do not work for disney (laughs) i think that's a really interesting question steffers because i think that again disney parks fans have been sort of chomping at the bit for years now to get a fifth gate in orlando Mm -hmm. i don't think that's necessary personally um I think four parks for now is plenty. I don't think they need to open up. And at this point, they could not based on timing um, and and the amount of time it takes Disney to build anything, uh, build a new climate. They'd be building, <laughs> build, build a new park to answer Epic Universe. But um, I really do think that for me, I would prefer them to in- reinvest all the money that they've got planned to invest in the parks in enhancing and improving the experience that we have sure maybe add an attraction you know maybe maybe clean up dino land do something with that um reimagine journey into imagination go ahead and do the spaceship earth upgrade do all of those things all those all those items that were on the board prior to the pandemic um why not just go ahead and push forward and do those things because we had a great big beautiful tomorrow that was envisioned before the pandemic hit so why not do all those things? Reinvest in R&M because another thing you hear from people who go to the parks the last couple of years is that y- you ride the attractions and half the effects are broken. I mean, look, at I know Rise is an extreme example, but but you could ride just about anything on a day to day basis and something will not be working. And it just feels like maybe that's fallen off a little bit. I would love to see all of that love, care and effort reinvested back in the parks get things up to where we thought we might be at this point, And then let's build from that personally. What do you think? Yeah. Lady? I'm going to, I'm going to echo what, what Jay said. Uh, like Disney fans have been wanting a fifth gate for what feels like forever. They already have four gates at four really good theme parks. And Disney has said what, over the next 10 years, they're going to invest $60 billion back into the parks Take that money and fix some of the attractions that you already have uh, and maybe update them. I would love to see that. And I'm not saying spend every cent of that to, you know, uh, give a spit shine to the attractions you have. Take some of that money and give us something new. Use those brilliant Disney minds that you employ to give us some new Disney magic. But I don't think we need a full-blown fifth gate. Well, that's 
Well, and I agree with that. The other thing that I, the last little point I'm going to make is that um, Disney has the like they have more to off. Maybe that's a bold. I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> they have more to offer across the globe than Universal. They just opened that frozen land in Shanghai? Question mark. They opened it somewhere over in the yonder. <laughs> okay. That like they are doing things across the board across the globe that I think will push people to want to go abroad, save to go abroad. That I don't. I don't necessarily think they need to point all all uh, put all their uh, chips in Orlando. I really don't. So yeah. And again, in the current political climate, I don't think they're going to be spending all their money in Orlando. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with that, but I do think that they can't ignore the fact that Walt Disney World is their flagship centerpiece of their theme park business. It's it's mm-hmm. it's where they get their most visitors. It's where they make their most money. Um, so that being the case, I think you still have to make that the focus. But yeah, you don't have to put all your eggs in one basket for sure. But that was a fair question, Steffers, and I think that's a good question. It's something we should all reflect on as we enter this holiday season. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that truly is the reason for this. Yeah. What should Disney do with all their dollar dues? Um, yeah. So, so we mentioned a little disappointing news here about Figment and his ugly sweater and then whether or not anything's happening with Journey to Imagination. Staying in Epcot for more disappointment, apparently... There will be no holiday remix on Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind this year. Um, Just talked about it. I can't understand why. Why would that be? Yeah. I mean, they they tried to start a new holiday tradition and they gave it all of checks watch one year. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, granted, I mean, like, like it's, it's, it's not, you know, uh, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You, but at the same time, it's like if you're trying to do something for the holidays, you got to give it more than one year to catch on. Do you think it's possible that they got enough guest kickback where people were like, I don't want to hear a Christmas song when I ride Guardians of the Galaxy? That they were like, oh, well, this wasn't, I guess, for everybody, so we shouldn't do it. I don't, I don't know. I'm, it's, it's weird to me. I mean, Maybe, but at the same time, you're literally walking around the world showcase during <laughs> what, fair. what, what the the festival of the holidays? Yeah, I mean, that's fair. so it's like, like, like I'm, I'm, I'm sorry if Christmas isn't for you, but if it isn't for you, you showed up during the wrong part of the year, you ding dongs. <laughs> yeah, I and I didn't get to ride Guardians last year during the holiday remix. That was actually a time. That was a sad time. I didn't. I didn't have a valid uh, Disney pass. So, oh, oh, was it a sad? Time? It was a sad time for me. Um, so I missed. Well, it last you just year. like 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 stood next to the window, looking out, like like it was always raining at yeah. your house. Yeah, and, and and it was black and white. Basically, that type of sad time. It was pretty sad. So I didn't get to do it. Um, but I kind of was looking forward to getting to experience that this year. It's just so weird because obviously they already spent the money to have that song made. All it is is a flipping the switch. You just make that song, the song. Um, so I, my, that, that is my speculation reading the tea leaves is that last year they just got enough guest complaints that they were like, I didn't want to hear a Christmas song on guardians. Okay. Or, or they're clearing the way for Mariah Carey. All I want for Christmas is you. Let's start That's, that rumor, everybody. But it's Let's not inclusive. 
Maybe they are re- rethinking the idea. But was it Christmas specific? I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember either. But I'm in terms of the Mariah Carey all I want for Christmas. Oh, like, that, that wouldn't be inclusive. So like maybe they Mariah could do Carey a rotation. Everybody. <laughs> Listen here. Maybe they're going to pick like two or three songs to cycle through instead of the one sad song that nobody liked last year. Maybe. I don't know. People liked it. I'm just I'm just trying to cause okay. a riot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I it's didn't okay. mean it. I didn't mean it. If 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 I remember correctly, it was it was it was an upbeat song that that fit with a roller coaster. Yeah. So I'm I, I mean I don't know. That that does kind of befuddle me the fact that they're not giving it another year before before they pull the plug on it. But I mean, yeah. maybe maybe to your point, Jay, they heard from enough guests like they they don't want to hear it. Yeah, they just feel like, uh, eh, it's not worth it. I mean, people like the ride anyway, so why worry about it? I don't know. But oh well. We move on. Um how about some more <laughs> this is an upbeat show. <laughs> how about a little more disappointing news? This time we're gonna move over to Disney's Hollywood Studios. And I have a question before we get into this article. Did either one of you watch Muppets Mayhem on Disney Plus? No, both blanks. You stairs. already know. You so, already know my answer to that question. Do, do I do I keep up with the Muppets? Oh, Steppers. No, Around here, not. we hashtag save the Muppets. Come on. No, no, no. We hashtag save the Muppets. That don't mean I keep up with the Muppets. <laughs> okay. I, I can support a cause without partaking in the Muppets. Okay. All right, so I'll like give that. you a pass. But Landon, did you did you, have you seen any of those uh, Muppets Mayhem episodes? I uh, never saw the episodes; only saw the trailers. I am woefully behind when it comes to my Disney Plus original programming. Uh, heard really good things about it. Yeah, uh, it was it so. was good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I liked it. I, I really did enjoy it. It was it was sort of a, a different Muppets experience. Um, it was silly, but you would expect Muppets stuff to be silly. But it was it was good enough, and it was an interesting little take. Getting to see like Doctor Teeth and the Electric Mayhem get their own show was really fun. Um, th- here's the reason that I bring this up. So first of all, Variety reported that the Muppets Mayhem uh, show has been canceled after only one season on Disney Plus. So I don't know if they'll take it off, but you might want to if you want to check it out, you might want to do that at some point good before before it's removed. But um, but here's the thing. This is why I bring it up. We all have talked about over the years, when will Disney consider retheming the rock and roller coaster? And if they do, what should that retheme be? I feel like it's something we've talked about on the show. I think we've asked the monorail family in the past, like, what would you retheme rock and roller coaster to be? One of the things that we had suggested in the past was retheming with the Muppets. And I've even, I even mm-hmm. said, why not make it Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem? It can still be a studio. You got you got the Muppets in there, and then you've got more of a timeless element that isn't going to go post something on Twitter and get canceled at some point. Because um, <laughs> that's always the risk, especially with a rock band, and, and not to mention a rock band, an aging rock band. And we all know, as you get older, you say more controversial things that can get you canceled. That's just how life is. So... I don't know. Animal gets nuts on Twitter after uh, after 10 p.m. <laughs> you apparently don't follow him. <laughs> but uh, but we had suggested that. But I I never knew that it was even considered or on the table that based on Muppets Mayhem, there could have been a rethemed rock and roller coaster. According to this article on WDWMagic.com, it is all but confirmed 
Um, so let me just let me just read from this article. The Muppets Mayhem debuted on Disney Plus in May 2023, and Jeff York's co-creator added weight to speculation that a Muppets Mayhem makeover may be coming to Rock and Roller Coaster at Disney Hollywood Studios. Posting on Twitter in response to a June 2023 article discussing the rumors, York said, "Not gonna lie, this was absolutely part of our original pitch and is another piece of this dream. Fingers crossed that it happens." Guys, it was on the table. We failed the Muppets. We failed the Muppets because we didn't go save the Muppets and make Muppet Mayhem a smash. We didn't get the the overlay, the retheme of Muppets on Rock and Roller Coaster. And now we're stuck with Aerosmith for whoever knows how much longer. So first of all, don't 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 drag us into this. We I- did. You didn't watch it. Don't say us. Steffers didn't yeah. watch it. Don't say us. Yeah. You can blame me. I bought a for- Muppet shirt on my last trip, Jay. Don't make me go into the other the other room and get it. I, I spent twenty nine ninety nine <laughs> in the Emporium to to save the Muppets. <laughs> I, I don't think you can I don't think you can say it's off the table. However, I do think with more things coming out in the Disney verse. Mm-hmm. That we're adding more to the table and we're all indecisive people and we're never going to. They have to spread their IPs around. You know what I'm saying? They just got to. I, I wouldn't say never. And, and I'm, I'm trying to be optimistic. I'm I'm also of two minds of this. Um, despite York's saying that this was this was part of the original pitch, just because something is pitch doesn't mean it was ever part of the plan. Um, a lot of stuff gets pitched, especially when when it's the initial pitch in Hollywood, and and not everything that is pitched gets uh, gets agreed on. So just because something is pitched uh, doesn't doesn't necessarily mean that it's ever going to come to light. So there's that, and also I I. It's fun to speculate, and as much as I would love it as a Muppets fan, I just don't know how realistic that would be. Uh, a a a a thrill ride for the Muppets? I don't know. It could happen. You can make the Muppets thrilling. It could happen. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. More more Muppets in the park is never a bad thing, but at the same time, it's like. If the Muppets are going to get a ride outside of Muppets Vision 3D, I don't think it's going to be a roller coaster that goes from zero to 60 in three seconds. That's that's just me. Yeah, I would, I would advocate I, for the Haunted Mansion overlay before a roller coaster, but that's just me. You, you, just, Steffers, you want to retheme the Haunted Mansion no, for the like Muppets? Ho- like holiday. No, no. <laughs> you heard it here. Steffers, Steffers, Haunted Mansion. Oh my goodness! <laughs> this is an uproar. Huh? <laughs> works for Disney and hates the Haunted Mansion. Oh no! Well, I don't know. I I I understand what you're saying, Landon. I understand that things that get pitched aren't approved or or definitely in the plans. I guess my thought though is, the show was pitched as part of the pitch. It was. Like, hey, if this is wildly popular, here's something you could do with Rock and Roller Coaster. I'm sure Disney was open to that. And, you know, maybe they didn't expect it to be wildly popular. And maybe they were like, yeah, okay, you know, we'll see. But it was, I'm just saying it was tabled. It was, it was put out there, which is, which is closer to anything we've heard about, you know, anything else for Rock and Roller Coaster at this point. Very true. And, and I mean, I, I will agree with you. 
fact that this was even talked about and made it to the pitch part. I mean, I mean, it doesn't take much to make it to the pitch part, but the fact that it was even in consideration question mark that that does surprise me because because you mentioned it we've talked about this exact topic several times whether mm-hmm. it be the morning monorail i think i talked about it on does does disney as a question of the week what would you do with uh rock and roller coaster uh and it always comes up retheme it after the muppets particularly dr teeth mm-hmm. uh and the fact that it made it to a Disney decision maker yeah. is 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 very surprising. If I'm being complete. yeah, it had legs. It was it was but running it didn't around. Walk. It didn't walk. Yeah, that's true. It never learned to walk. That's okay. That's okay. Well, we will continue to hashtag save the Muppets around here. I will always push for more Muppets in the parks. And sure, maybe it wasn't a, a perfect fit, but. There there are more stories out there about, like, potential things that could have happened with the Muppets um, than you would believe if you really dig into it in terms of what they were going to do in the parks. And it just feels like, uh, is anything ever co- going to come to fruition outside of, you know, the Muppets Plaza, Muppet Vision 3D, Pizza Rizzo? I don't know. I don't know. It sort of feels like maybe this is a, uh IP that's sort of slowly working its way out of the parks. But I, I hope that's not true um, because I would love more Muppets. Now, yeah, it, it really does feel like the Muppets has always been the great what if yeah. when it comes to the Disney parks, particularly down at Walt Disney World. Because, I mean, you talked about it. There's been some crazy, crazy pie-in-the-sky plans for the Muppets in the parks that just, for whatever reason, didn't work. Yeah. The craziest being, and we don't have to get into it today, but there, you know, the whole idea of there being a Muppet takeover of Magic Kingdom, I think it was back for the 25th anniversary. That that whole yep. plan was insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it would have been cool. <laughs> People yeah, would have been yeah. pissed, yeah. but it would have been cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mickey and Minnie were going on vacation for the 20th, and uh, and and uh, Kermit and friends are going to watch the park for them. Yeah. Do what now? Yeah, you thought people lost their minds over a birthday cake castle. Can you imagine? <laughs> Could you imagine? Me and my family from Colorado are here to see Mickey Mouse. (laughs) There it is. There's the first bleep of the day. Yep. (laughs) Mark the tape. Thirty-eight minutes. Um. But oh well. Hey, hey. Speaking of more content, that will segue into this next topic right here. As part of the opening of Frozen Land in Hong Kong Disneyland. Uh, Steffers. Hong Kong, sorry. Thank you. Bob Iger confirmed Frozen 4 is definitely coming. And maybe more Frozen to theme parks near you. Now, here's the question. How much Frozen is enough Frozen? And I love Frozen. Hey, I, I stand right beside Tom, Hyperion Adventures podcast, Real Men Love Frozen. I love Frozen. But how much can you squeeze out of this IP before we move on to something brand new. I'm, Have you seen Moana? And there's only one Moana movie. And right. now there's going to be a live action Moana movie. I was going to say, there's only one Moana movie <laughs> yet. <laughs> also true. I Because we haven't even gotten three yet. Three hasn't even come so, out and, we're, <laughs> and we're already promised a four. Yeah. Do we think 
do we think four will be more like a prequel like a side like a like a backstory kind of vibe like or do we think it's like a meat and potatoes kind of story because if it's a meat and potatoes (laughs) (laughs) are we gonna find out where olaf got his carrot no we'll find out where he got his meat and potatoes (laughs) (laughs) i just i think they ended two so well Mm -hmm. that in my opinion the what they should mm, what they could have done is made like a little series of it so like it's like the everyday i don't know the everyday adventures frozen adventures i don't care what you name it but like of them ruling their kingdom every day and new episodes about xyz thing and kids could turn it on and parents can go do whatever they got to do i don't think we need two more movies but that's just my i think they ended the second one beautifully I mean, I definitely, I definitely need like five more Avatar movies, but I don't, I don't need two more for (laughs) Well, well, Jay, boy, do I have good news (laughs) for for you. Wait, hold on. I'm texting James Cameron back. Yeah, I just told him you're, you're in the clear. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm like you, Steffers. I don't know if, 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 if I need or honestly want two more Frozen movies, but they're coming and I, I'm, this is this is why like like people need to go see Wish in theaters like like, like no spoilers no spoilers or I, so help I will I will I will freely admit uh, I have not seen it yet but that's because I haven't been free to go anywhere uh, <laughs> sans mask um, but the reason that Disney is already planning for four and three hasn't even hit theaters they know that this is a bankable yeah franchise I know. And they know this is going to make them a lot of money. Not only yeah. did not, not only are they already uh, talking about four before three, they just opened a whole daggone world in Hong Kong Disneyland about this. And I'm willing to bet we're going to start seeing some of it show up in other parts of the parks around the world. Maybe not to the extent that we saw it at Hong Kong Disneyland, but at the same time, Disney knows that, that, that Anna and Elsa and Olaf and all their friends Ching, 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 yeah, ching. That's right. So are are they going to introduce? So my theory here's my here are my theories. You know because we like to do theories on here. Like, are we going to get like a romance plot line with Elsa, and then maybe Anna is going to have kid? Like, wh- how far down this pipeline are we going? Is Olaf going to marry the wind and like have some wind babies? Like, no, no, Steffers. <laughs> uh, Olaf is going to marry the uh, the 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 moose. They're gonna Sven? have weird snow moose babies. Isn't uh, he a reindeer? Uh, I mean, I didn't know if Landon and, and, just kind of blur. And then, like, uh, and then conservatives are gonna have another thing really upset about. So. <laughs> I that's my thing. I just don't understand what I also haven't seen. I just know the prem like there is a frozen land now, but yeah. I haven't seen that, so I don't know if that maybe tees up like little Easter eggs for the new movies. I, I mean, I love Kristen Bell. Don't get me wrong. I love her. How about uh, the wickedly talented Adele Nazim? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all back. I like it. I quit. I quit this podcast. You heard it here first. Uh, you already said that once this episode. I've said it again. I yeah. like to stand firm in my choices and remind everyone. Why? 
That, that is a great question. Why? Uh, why Frozen 4? But at the same time, they know it's going to make money for them, like I already said. And um, parents are going to get to hear uh, Let It Go um, uh, a million more times. So I apologize, parents. Isn't the Frozen 4 what they call like the final four of college hockey? It in fact is. Yes. Good call, Jay. So they can't use Frozen 4. That's probably trademarked. They're going to have to call it Frozen uh, again. Ever after. Oh. <laughs> they'll well, call it Four Frozen Four Furious. They'll, they'll call. <laughs> they'll call it. They'll call it Frozen. Yes, we're still doing these. Did you? Sorry, the same same kind of wavelength, but also completely different different uh, movie. But did you also hear that they're potentially doing another Toy Story? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, and what 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 the pitch story is? Andy has kids of his own, and he and he wants to wants to go get his toys from his from his childhood. I mean, I don't know why Disney. Why is all I have to say? Take that money that you're putting into how you know how expensive animation is. Take that money and put it somewhere else. At this point, I, at I this mean, point, I think do we, we would wish- all agree? Story ended perfectly after three, and there was there's never been a Toy Story movie after that. After Toy Story three, well, I think maybe we all at after this point Toy Story three. I think maybe at this point we all wish they had just gone in the incinerator at the end of Toy Story three, and then we wouldn't have to worry about it. <laughs> That's so dark. God bless. Uh, now you know why I kept insisting on getting that out, Landon. <laughs> wow. All right. Okay. Jay has some darkness in him. Listen, if I know I've got a hot one, I'm going to force it out. <laughs> uh, had to be rid of that, buddy. <laughs> nope. He said it right. Do we need to take a bathroom break? Is that what you're getting at? <laughs> <laughs> I ate a lot of turkey. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh. And it was from last year. (laughs) We definitely need to take a bathroom break. (laughs) All right. Steffers, I'm going to throw it over to you. I think I'm done with Disney news for today. We got anything going on in the world of Universal? Uh, Very slim pickings, uh, but we do have a few things. Uh, DreamWorks land, DreamWorks area. Mm -hmm. You know, they're they're redoing the, the kid zone to be a DreamWorks area, and the sign is now out. It is beautiful and on brand. I'm excited to see what they do with that. Um, that's that's really all the updates I have. I know that they're cranking away at it, but we got the sign out, y'all. Yeah. So, you know, you can see it. Progress. I also, we talk about this at almost every episode that I, you know, listen to. Uh, Orlando Informer Meetups, uh, the new dates for next year, they announced all of them. So I just wanted to share with the listeners in case they were interested. This is not sponsored. I'm not getting paid to say this. I just figured I'd share. Uh, their first one is February 23rd and 24th, June 7th and 8th, November 15th and 16th, November 22nd, 23rd, December 6th and 7th, and December 13th and 14th. Uh, February's is during Mardi Gras. So that's a good time always. I highly recommend visiting the parks during Mardi Gras. So, and those tickets are actually on sale now, so you can go do that. Steffers, um, have there always been six in the year? No, that's a lot. Mm-mm. Yeah, there used to be only four, three or four. Hmm. Actually, there used to be only two. I think June and winter, and then they added Mardi Gras season, and now they added multiple winter seasons. Yeah, they doubled because up. People love that's like the hottest time of. hottest in terms of popularity to go so they added more weekends so people could uh, participate during the holiday festivities 
Very cool. And and Speaking you say of, you're not you say you're not sponsored, but I know it's an event that oh, you believe in yeah. and that you're a big fan of. So I mean that's awesome. And that that to me is more of an endorsement than anything. Uh, you know, Correct. no one's paying you to say I, it. You just love it. I am such mm-hmm. a huge fan that uh, that you heard it here not first because I've said it ten thousand times, but I will be there next or this coming weekend since technically this is Monday. Uh, I will be there this coming weekend for an Orlando Informer meetup. So if you happen to be in the parks, uh, I'll be there in O-Town to take in all the scenery and and I will be going to Disney and having a full Disney day that my friend is planning. So I have no idea what's happening, (laughs) but I have my ears packed and I will be apparently rope dropped to maybe close of whatever parks we're doing. Woohoo! Wow. So. That's exciting. I will be dead inside, but <laughs> thriving, <laughs> thriving. And this is my first and only time going to Orlando this year. My hope is that you get to pull off the phantasmic happily ever after uh, combo. Wombo combo. Yeah. I hope you can do it. Fingers I'm, crossed. I'm hoping. I have no idea, but we'll see. <laughs> well, how cry. does that make you feel? You're, 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 you're going to Disney and uh, you don't have any say in your schedule? Uh, so there, I was very j- nicely gifted the ticket to go to Disney um, and my friend took this as an opportunity to quote unquote uh, get get the bang for my buck essentially and um, so he's he wants me to have the the you know the best time and and the fullest experience. Um, does that mean we're going to Animal Kingdom? I highly doubt it. Steffers. However, I keep saying, wow. wait, can it? Can I finish my statement? Just I keep fired. saying when I have multiple days, I would like to do just one des like a dedicated Animal Kingdom day. I just don't think this will. I don't think it'll be um, feasible in this trip. That was a close but, one, Steffers. I, no, I I wanted to follow a question, Steffers. Why do you hate the animals? <laughs> well, it's just because it's just so dang hot. There's oh no my shade. god! Could you imagine? Uh, we segued into a Dillo's said- Diz episode. Yeah, I was, was going to say, did, did the show just get hijacked by another show? <laughs> <laughs> no, I I appreciate that because I believe yeah. the Animal Kingdom is worth a full day on any trip. I want to do the. Uh, the um drawing the oh, yeah my animation brain. oh it uh, it uh animation experience yeah thing. there it is yeah I want to do that really badly so um, it is really fun mm-hmm. and I'm not a good drawer draw but work. the the times that I've done it my pictures have turned out okay well, so we'll yeah. take it okay <laughs> okay is the best way to describe it it's like so I I, I saw a whole bunch uh, on the internet all right I can. Draw like Mickey and Minnie and Goofy. And then the one time I said, it's like, you're going to learn how to draw the bad guy from A Bug's Life. Like, <laughs> Hopper. Mm, no, thank dear, you. Dear Lord. It's like, so so I have some amalgamation that kind of looks like Hopper on my fridge. <laughs> oh, I'm glad it made yeah, it to the fridge. Yeah. Oh, oh de- definitely. Definitely made it to the fridge. So so it looks like I'm proudly displaying the art of uh, somebody who's on death row. So there you go. <laughs> I've you done tried. And I've that's done, the important part. I've yeah. done two. I got to do scar and I did uh, a drawing of Woody and my scar actually turned out very good. I was surprised when it was done because it's very structured. If you've never done the animation experience, 
they really do a great job of walking you through step by step, drawing your guidelines, telling you how to make your shapes. And you almost don't really see like how it's all coming together until the very end. So I looked at it at the end and I was like, wow, that actually looks like Scar. Uh, my Woody, not so much. <laughs> but McKenna was with me on the on that uh, particular experience and hers was awesome. Looked great. So, yeah, you can even if you're not skilled in drawing. <laughs> drawing. Um, yeah, you. you can turn out uh, something. OK. Hey, but before we wrap up across the Universal with Steffers, I want to put a little uh, button on the Earl the Squirrel story because i promised oh yes i was going to dig into this and i was going to come back with my earl the squirrel book report and yes. and as it turns out it really was just that one year there was a, a mischievous squirrel found nestling in the, in the branches of the park's main christmas tree according to legend this squirrel had an affinity for blue christmas lights often stealing strands and bringing them back to his nest now i don't know if that's true that's legend um Sounds but, like lore. Just sounds like, <laughs> sounds lore. like lore. Uh, the tales that the squirrel, nicknamed Earl by the company's entertainment team, actually bit through a strand of lights, causing them all to go out. And according to some accounts, when the team investigated, they found the squirrel lifeless with the severed light strip. Now, I didn't know it was going to take such a dark turn. <laughs> hey. Oh, my God. So Earl the squirrel is dead. Um. Um, now, look for him next year at Halloween Horror Nights when he gets his own house. <laughs> Earl the Squirrel returns. Oh, that would be cool. That would be a cool house. They could do a lot of fun stuff with that. People would love it. Silent Night, Deadly Wait, Night, starring Earl the Squirrel. And Boo, <laughs> Lil Boo. Boo the Pumpkin. Yeah, Lil Boo could be in there. Yeah. So anyway, Universal just took this legend and just sort of ran with it, and they created a whole character. A whole new world. And Sorry, I done. guess every year since the beginning, there's a hidden plush squirrel in the large tree that you can look for. So there you go. That's Earl the Squirrel. Really nothing more to it than that. I was hoping for something a lot more exciting, but there you go. Sometimes it's just simple and easy and clean. Thank you to uh, OrlandoParkStop.com. Particularly, Alicia Stella was the author of that article that I just ripped off. So. I don't know what you have to apologize. You had a story that involved a dead squirrel. That was pretty exciting to me. Of course, I'm a <laughs> I didn't hillbilly know from East die. Tennessee. So I you know. didn't know. But around these parts, we call that good eating. Yeah. Well, little did you know, like, uh, <laughs> exactly. This this episode has been tied back to a lot of eating of beloved characters. And that's <laughs> maybe that's the it episode. Be. Maybe that's yep. the question for the monorail family next week. If you were going to eat one beloved character from the theme parks which one would it be and what would it taste like <laughs> clarabelle cow uh get those speaking steaks. of mirabelle cow she got a lot of play in in, in the very merry uh, christmas parade and show yeah Clar disney is trying to make mirabelle cow a thing well clarabelle but yes i know they bring her back for this the special stuff what did i say mirabelle mirabelle <laughs> You tried. Yeah, her really too. tried. Good <laughs> <laughs> oh. for effort. Yeah. Um, okay, so before we wrap up the segment, um, I just wanted to say for the last two weeks, I've planned to talk about Christmas at SeaWorld. Uh, we're not going to do it again today. So thank you to Matt Damon. You're being bumped uh, to next week, and maybe we'll get into it if we have time. But for now, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, 
we are going to interact with you, the Monorail family. We asked you two weeks ago to send in your ideas for a themed immersive hotel, and we got your responses. We're going to read them all and share ours in just a minute. Stay with us. Welcome back to the monorail. It is me, Justin Monorail, Steffers, and Landon the Dawzdone. And in the final segment today, the segment that I always like to interact with the monorail family, we are going to finally answer the question, one and all, if you were going to design your own themed hotel, immersive resort, what would you base the theming on? Give us some ideas about what the rooms or restaurants or amenities might be like. And let's just have fun with it. Not restricted to Disney alone. I think we should start with our own answers. I don't know if you all did your homework, but you had two weeks to do it. So, Steffers, we were talking before the show. I know you had a, at least a general idea about what you wanted to do. So, let's jump in. What is the Steffers Hotel? Okay. So, the Steffers Hotel, technically, I felt obligated to come up with a Disney and a Universal answer, but they're like the same theme, like okay. the same concept. So uh, it's not going to be that. Uh, so it's Spider Man. You know, well, I oh, wish. Oh, that'd be dope. Oh. I, I wish. Uh, <laughs> you haven't gone yet, Landon. You can. <laughs> um, I, I would love a classics, a classic Universal and a classic Disney um hotel let me let me uh go in depth here so landon is wearing the classic what the classic universal hotel would be so back to the future et jaws uh kong i would like that as a hotel it'd be like going going back in time to better days Mm -hmm. i miss back to the future if you cannot tell um that and then for disney it would be like in my head i was like classic like older movies but in my head i was also thinking like OG princesses, like I count Mulan. I really just want something Mulan in a hotel. <laughs> well, why not just make a but Mulan wanna... hotel? That, that could seemed, be. That's that seems not. I mean, it would be like cherry blossoms everywhere. Yeah, that'd be great. But be beautiful. Okay, a Mulan hotel. Forget there you the go. Concept. Go for it. <laughs> now I have a it's question. Out of it. I have a follow up on your Universal uh, hotel. Are you picturing mm-hmm. sort of like a hodgepodge of the design, like? Would it be one room might be King Kong themed, another's E.T.? Is that kind of how you picture it? Yeah. So it would be like lobby would be like ride the movies kind of vibe, like that over theme. And then either pick one as like a suite option, but then the other rooms would be like maybe the floors. Like their garages, how they have different sections for their garages. Like that for maybe like the floors. That's a good idea. I love it, Steffers. Approved. Stamp of approval. Let's get this one on the fast track. Yep. I wish. <laughs> That's awesome. Great job. You, you're setting the bar really high for us, Steffer. So we've got a Mulan hotel, which I think would be beautiful. And the idea of the cherry blossoms everywhere, I can just imagine it. And the Universal Classic Fake, obviously, because it's Florida. Well, you could 
Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> I don't know. Disney Disney would find a way to uh, to to have real. But you would yeah. kind of want them in bloom all year long. You yeah, know? exactly. Like so. I said, Disney would find a way. So. <laughs> don't you know, Jay? Cast members can control the weather. Uh, according well, to your, your 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 drunk aunt that's in that one Facebook group. Yeah, well, it's the, because of the big dome over Walt Disney. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And they they also disassemble a Cinderella Castle ahead of every. Hurricane, <laughs> that's right. So. Brick by brick. Yep. <laughs> um, all right, Landon, are you prepared with a response or do you need more time? Uh, not nearly as thought out as uh, Steffers, but this kind of uh, was inspired by an experience that I had on my last trip down to the House of the Mouse in Orlando, Florida. Um, I'm thinking a jungle hotel mm-hmm. with uh, cast members that tell you uh, – dad jokes and puns as you check in as they help you how about a jungle cruise hotel yeah resort yeah and, with dem ribs sure yes yes <laughs> it, 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 if we're going pie to the sky we're bringing back dim ribs dim ribs and kungaloosh so so landon is going to be uh Sitting like uh, like the fat cat that he is in the Skipper Canteen because the Skipper Canteen is going to be recreated and featured in the uh, oh, Jungle yeah. Cruise Resort. I love that idea, actually. I think it's great because I could picture you've got a really solid theme with the Jungle Cruise. The rooms could be really rustic looking and, you know, and mm-hmm. and then also you already know it's going to be like staying at a dick slashed resort. Every, every cast member is going to razz you the whole time. They're going to be telling you dad jokes. Like that's just how it is. Um, man. And, and you've got the restaurant theme. You could even the pool. I can picture the pool. You've got a late. Oh my God. You've got a lazy river right in front of you. Just mm-hmm. make it like a mini yep. jungle cruise. Come yep. on. That's great. I mean, you could, you could even feature some of the, uh, uh some of them in the in, in the lobby and, yeah. and and around the resort. Yeah. Just just have little little pools of water, and then it's like, oh look at that, a uh, friggin' hippo <laughs> just popped out. Oh man, look at that crazy <laughs> hippo. He's gone, and he'll be back in like two minutes. <laughs> That's great! Wow, very very solid, Lane. And now I I feel like I. I I'm I'm set up for failure here because I'm not going to be able to to match. These are both really solid ideas. Okay, so I've got one, but I wanted to say a joke one following up on what you just said, Landon. So why not a whole resort based on dim ribs where it's just <laughs> it's the hotel building looks like a stack of the ribs. The only okay. thing you serve is dim ribs and kungaloosh. Right. You can you can serve that yep. as well. Okay, perfect. Everything smells like smoky barbecue throughout the resort. Perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you bake. Right, now, now, the hot now tub is barbecue with, sauce. With your joke answer. my real answer i actually thought steffers was going to swipe this right out from under me so here let me set it up like this you know that the value resorts tend to be a lot more of the big themes like you look at pop century you look at art of animation and you've got like the larger than life characters the the themed pools the really immersive in the animation sort of experience you don't really get that when you stay at a deluxe resort you stay at the Grand Floridian. Sure, there's like subtle like Mary Poppins, subtle, you know, Cinderella themes and things like that. You've got the Enchanted Rose, but it's not like in your face because that's not really what people want at a deluxe resort. Right. Well, I'm going to say not so fast, my friend. I think some people do want that at a deluxe resort. 
I would be one of those people who wants the big themes at a deluxe resort, the very immersive, like in your face Disney. I want to feel like I'm at Disney when I'm staying at Disney. So here's the theme of the resort. The great movie ride. And yeah, so you build a resort based on the great movie ride. And essentially, you can plus it up as much as you want. But, you know, some of the rooms could be. Wizard of Oz themed. Some could be alien. I'm a huge fan of of like horror and alien is really fun. So why not make like an alien portion of the hotel? Like if people well, you want that. like a xenomorph coming down from your well, not in the room. Ceiling at all not hours in the room. Of- but maybe the corridor looks like you're walking through the Nostromo. It's got that okay. theme. That'd be really cool. Yeah, <laughs> come on. But that like, would be really cool. Yeah, and then you know you've got for for the for the di- or for the pool experience. You remember early on they have like in the great movie ride you're going through the room and it has like the the old Hollywood pictures where there were the big scenes of the choreographed dances and they had like the the stacked up like uh, synchronized dancers and the waterfalls and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So you do that kind of thing at the pool. Um, I picture that you could you could even have like themed dining that were that was based on the gangster theme that they had when they would take over the great movie ride ride vehicle or the old west. You could have like both of those things happening where you get a little bit of a show in the dining room. Um, I don't know, but people love the great movie ride. I think this would be a nice tribute to it and just, you know, blow out the whole resort with a great movie ride theme. That's what I think. What if, what if for your dining experience, I do like the idea of show element to it. What if, what if you just kind of, kind of had like a Hollywood Brown Derby, uh, dining experience? Because that, that kind of gives a tip of the cap and homage yeah. to, uh, to the golden age of Hollywood, uh, in its aesthetic, uh, already. Yeah. You, you could do that. That could be, or why not make a lounge based on the Hollywood Brown Derby? So that way you've got okay. that separate and you can get the small plates there. And then the big dining hall is the show. And it could be, maybe it switches. You don't know if you're going to get the gangster or the cowboy show because that would be fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm thinking. Steffers, are you, you, you don't love this idea? No, I do. I think it's funny that you thought I was going to take it because I, I did. That wasn't even. That was such an underrated answer that I'm sure no one thought like would think of, and I I really like that because oh. the Great Movie Ride is one of my favorite rides ever. So like, nostalgia. Yeah, it was well, a good idea, Justin. You, good job. Hey, thanks. You started talking about like classic Disney, and it made me think you were gonna, especially the way you swiped out the whole all of the classic Universal themes for your resort. So I just thought it was possible. Listen here. <laughs> True, but also no. Went a, went a different track on that one. Yeah. So. No, I think we all did a great job. Let's pat ourselves on the back. Good round of armchair imagineering, guys. Virtual high five. Now the challenge is to the Monorail family. I put out the question on the Monday Morning Monorail Fam Facebook group. I also created a brand new channel in the Discord. Steffer showed me how to do it so that people could respond in the Discord if they wanted to do it there. And... Because those people have gone the extra mile to not only be part of this show, but really interact with us on a on a day to day basis, I think maybe we should start with some of our Discord responses. So, okay. I want to go first. Go first. Go, go first. first. Okay. 
Hi, Val. I'm going to read Val's answer. Okay. Um, Val, to no one's surprise, I, I really don't think this is a shock, uh, Haunted Mansion. I feel like it just creates itself. Long haunted hallways with doors to the rooms, furniture and colors from the mansion. The restaurant is designed like the ballroom scene. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. An indoor pool surrounded by the graveyard. Oh, <laughs> man. I love it. That would be cool. That would be cool. I love 10 it. 10 out of 10 idea, Val. Yeah, that's very, very good. I, Yeah. That was the Haunted Mansions one that I think is a slam dunk. I, I, I don't I mean, of course, you may not, you know, little kids may not love it. They may be freaked out by it, but maybe you could maybe you could have the option if you wanted to stay there. They've got the rooms that are just like the basic theme. Um, they don't really have spooky elements in the rooms, but then you could pay for like a extra experience where the rooms are a little more interactive. Well, also counterpoint to your point. Kids are stupid, Jake. So there's <laughs> well, that. I mean, that's fair, too. We all know that. They, they don't got money. So you know. <laughs> the parents make the choice. Exactly. <laughs> this actually it brings up a whole new thought, but I'm going to have to save it for next year because it's based on taking kids to Halloween Horror Nights. But we can talk about that next year. Um, OK, Landon, do you want to read the next one? Yeah, I'll read uh, Lexi's response. Honestly, uh, for her universal one, I can't believe this hasn't done or this hasn't happened yet, and I feel like it's only a matter of time. Lexi is saying, Harry Potter, I want an evening immersive experience where I feel like a high-stakes scavenger hunt through the halls of Hogwarts. <laughs> wow. That, yeah, uh-huh. that stresses me out. I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> what, like like turn your hotel room into, into like, like, like an escape room situation, yeah, something yeah. like that? But like a, a Harry Potter resort would just like make all the money in the world it would like like it doesn't even have to be done well it would just like 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 rake it in for universal (laughs) i i like like i i honestly can't believe it hasn't been done yet all you can drink butter Mm. beer Mm. well well uh that sounds good in theory but but if you have too much (laughs) butter beer i don't know if that's gonna end up being a good thing but uh lexi continues her disney answer is gonna be uh alice in wonderland i Tea party themed table service, a pool surrounded by the giant uh, flowers looking down on you, and a Queen of Hearts bar complete with themed cocktails that affect the room as you order, a la Trader Sam's. Well, uh, I'm just going to tell you, all cocktails affect the room around you as you (laughs) order them. You just have to order enough of them. That's right. Solid take, Landon. Um, Yeah, that... That would be pretty cool. There's a lot you could do with the Alice in Wonderland theme because really you go through the looking glass and who knows what you're going to get. So that would be a cool way to to like enter the hotel. You either have to go like through a looking glass or quote unquote down a rabbit hole or something. That would be cool. Two two strong answers from uh, from Lexi. And that is why she's my favorite member. of. All right. Well, I'm going to take Lewis's response from the discord. And this is Disney pick a day. If you'd like to follow him on the instagram or twitter he said tough one i honestly think i'd like a fantasy land hotel with a dumbo ride a small roller coaster little mermaid water slides a mini train that goes around the grounds mostly kid oriented but usable for everyone yeah i mean that's that's a good idea that's also sort of a surprise that we haven't gotten just a hotel that's just set in fantasy land um Mm-hmm. But maybe it maybe I, I think Disney really is sort of averse to that idea of like putting all that 
in your face theming um, because it feels like maybe it's too juvenile for the uh, quote unquote Disney adults. I don't know. Steffers, you look but skeptical. They have, but they have all stars. I like, know. Well, they they, have- that would be the counter argument to what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, that's the that would be my only that literally would be the only counter argument in my opinion. But like, I get it. But I think I don't know. They could do a lot of like marketing with it. They could. I don't know the theming and the. It could be so great. It could so great. Yeah, I great idea, Lewis. Great idea. You would feel you would feel like um, you're in the park at the hotel, which would be really cool. Yeah, which would be great because there are a lot of people that just do staycations and yeah. like don't necessarily go to the parks. Yep. Just Very an cool. idea, Disney. Very good. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you to those of you who responded in the in the new Discord channel. Again, if you'd like to join that Discord, send me a DM. Either you can do it on Twitter, Instagram, or go to the website, morningmonorail.com. And if you use the contact us feature, you can send me a message and request access to the Discord. You can join the daily conversation that goes on with our Monorail family members. Another place that you can get involved and interact with us is on the Facebook group, the Monday Morning Monorail Fam Facebook group. And I put the question there as well. We've got some responses um, from the, the people who are part of that group. Steffers, would you like to kick it off? I would, and I'm going to kick it off with the with the long one because it's universal themed. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to read Michael's um, response. His idea is a Universal's epic horror hotel. Oh, I should have let you read this one. That's okay. Well, anyway, there's also a lot of like um, little little uh, symbols yeah, because well, I Facebook think there are emojis that stuff. I can't read, yeah. but it's fine. I'm going to skip over them. Uh, the de- the design has the psycho house look on the front facade, down to the faded look of the blank wood don't know what that's that's supposed to say each wing is dedicated to the masters of horror hitchcock vincent price norman bates to lon cheney then the classic monsters dracula frankenstein the wolfman the mummy then the titan monsters Whoa. kong godzilla the blob oh that's a lot of monsters that's, yeah that's I'm awesome spooked. oh uh, my and god a, and a wing dedicated to seasonal haunts that the many different themes of halloween horror nights that's actually a really cool idea as yeah. well as a family friendly monster section monsters versus oh. aliens lord farquad hotel transylvania um okay hold on i like this hold on you just said lord farquad <laughs> he's he's a monster <laughs> he is like like ghost lord farquad i have <laughs> i have follow-up questions the grand lobby has the same shadow box style of memorabilia on the walls um as in pop has in their lobby but monster movie props from modern to classic through the years Mm -hmm. the carpet in the lobby is stylized to look like a giant rug one seen in so many classic movies the hallways and the wings are decorated to each genre of horror that hold on that they are the aims to to with the room stylized to match the monsters just off of the lobby Further is an arcade. Oh, we all forgot an arcade man, in our hotels. Has a neon sign over the entrance spelling out Crypt Arcade that rivals the old contemporary arcade that was so cool back in the 80s, showcasing pinball to classics to state-of-the-art gaming. I wasn't alive in the 80s. <laughs> the hotel, we just had to feed that in there. The hotel as well has a movie theater with multi-screens named The Vault, displayed in an old-style marquee with Kid Zone, classic black and white, and modern horror, complimentary to guests and always showing movies 24-7. The dining has two different styles of eateries. First is a sit-down restaurant named The Lab, which looks like Frankenstein's down to the giant electrical rods sparking overhead and crackling, and the sight 
Slight sound of music being played on a violin, stylized in an old Europe something. Wow. <laughs> Honestly, uh, something one would hear in a gypsy camp. The menu is priced to and as spectacular as Tiffin's. The second dining option is named MMP, cafeteria named for the classic stop motion Halloween special from Arthur Rankin Bass titled Mad Monster Party. Mm. It features quick meals and kid-friendly options that will satisfy any of those who choose to dine. The three, pool- the three pools are each themed in their own way. First is Jaws with the exterior looking like you were at at Amity Island, down to Lifeguard Tower with a Chief Brody painted on it and the Shark Pick area, same as in Universal Studios. Next pool is the Mummy Sand Palm, small pyramids, and a quaint bar named O'Connell's and Scarab Beetles painted on the pool bottom. Final pool is the Grandest, titled The Black Lagoon, decorated with reeds, palms, and a fog machine that comes on and off on the hour, a life-size statue of the creature for a picture spot. And scene. Wow. Michael, God bless this. Now you want to talk about doing your homework? <laughs> this is like honestly a plus effort, Michael. My goodness, um, Michael did everybody's homework. Yeah, Michael really put my universal brain to shame right there. I well, just, I want to level set there. That that's was incredible. That's awesome. A lot of really good ideas there. I think there's a little something for everybody, and that's what makes it like perfect. That was that was great. Um. Landon, you got your Jaws, you got your King Kong, you got like pretty much everything you want in there. I got my Godzilla too, by the way, Godzilla minus one in theaters this Friday. Go see it. Nice. All right. Wow, Michael. <laughs> I feel like we should have closed with that one because. Yeah, that, Michael is like, my so favorite in-depth. member of the Monorail family. <laughs> I didn't even, I, you guys, you guys start strong, guys. <laughs> All right. Uh, Landon, why don't you take the next one? Yeah, uh, Jeremy's going to try and uh, follow up that. Uh, <laughs> so good luck, Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy says the uh, Hollywood Tower of uh, Terror, Hollywood Tower Hotel, uh, built directly next to the Tower of Terror, uh, but in its original form, all the glitz and glamour of Hollywood. There is a connecting tunnel to the Tower of Terror, and as you go through the lightning strikes and you're transported into how the Hollywood Tower of Terror sits today as you're transported into the Twilight Zone. Wow. So that's really cool. Um, I really like that idea. And and while I was thinking of it, you know, considering Disney can control the weather, we all know that they do. Factually um, correct. While we're while we're blue skying all this, let's just picture this. Imagine during the day you could see the hotel, but then somehow at night they make it to where you can't see it. Like it disappears or something. Oh, that'd be cool. Now, it's impossible. Well, I won't say impossible. It'd be difficult, but like just imagine, like you can see it there during the day, especially if from one angle, like you, it was superimposed to where like you're looking at it and all you can see is the full glitz and glamour of the Hollywood Tower Hotel. And then at night, all you can see is the Tower of Terror. That would be that'd be pretty neat. Mm-hmm. I, but that would be cool. I love that idea. I do. Um, Good answer from Jeremy, who is, by the way, my favorite member of the family. Yeah, I as a huge Tower of Terror fan, I feel like, you know, that's one of those things that that could be like a small boutique resort. Where they don't have like a lot of a lot of rooms, but uh, it's very fancy. Um, all right, I'm gonna take Emily's response here, and Emily says my idea is castles to cottages, staying with the buildings that represent the homes of your our favorite Disney characters. We all dream of staying in Cinderella's castle, but what about the Beast's castle and the West Wing, the Seven Dwarfs' cottage, or even Mickey and Minnie and their Toontown abode? 
The resort would yes. be <laughs> the resort <laughs> would be in a layout like uh, Art of Animation. Each house slash castle would have its own area. The Beast Castle would be in an area with a big pool, and it would be themed as the garden in which the Beast grows his roses. And the rooms would be themed like areas of the castle, i.e. the library, kitchen, west wing. Mickey's area would represent the old Toontown with the room furniture being exaggerated as it was in their homes. In the Seven Dwarves area, it would have a quiet pool, but each floor would have a dwarf-themed room. Floor one, dock. Floor two, sleepy. Floor three, grumpy. So on and so forth. While this might seem all over the place, I love resorts like Art of Animation because it leaves you coming back again and again to stay because you can stay in different areas and get new themes and experiences. That's really cool. Yeah. And you know what's cool? I think that all of us have sort of done that, like with our ideas, um, like different sort of different ideas or different experiences. Um, and the cool thing about yours, Land, and even though you've got like the most like solid theme with the Jungle Cruise Hotel, every experience would be different because it's so based on the skippers, quote unquote, that, mm-hmm. you know, exactly. So like, I, I really like the restayability. I think we've all done a good job nailing that in all of our ideas. That's awesome, Emily. That's that would be another classic, like huge themed, immersive experience that I'm looking for from Disney as well. So great idea. All right. We got one more in the Facebook group. Um, I'll go ahead and read uh, this one. Uh, and then we've got a response on Twitter as well. Uh, this one comes from Chuck And he said, what if they did a Star Wars themed journey, fully immersive hotel and events for three nights that included a trip to Batu? That'd be amazing. Chuck's on to something here. Disney, are you listening? Chuck, I think I specifically said not to suggest that. Way to go, Chuck. Way to go. No, no, no. Let him cook. He's on to something, Jay. He said. He goes on to say, no, but seriously, I love Jeremy's idea. I'm also a huge Back to the Future fan. I know they've gone away from it quite a bit, and we've never seen it, but I'd love to experience immersive hotel and dining experience. Yeah, that, I mean, I'd be on board. That would be really cool. Yeah. My my favorite movie of all time, maybe, is Back to the Future, so I'd be there. That's a bold claim. Yeah, I, I really, I, I mean, I know that it's insane to say perfect, but I really think the original Back to the Future is a perfect movie. For me, my personal So opinion. would you set the resort in, what, 1950s, 1980s, or would you go way, way back to the old Wild West? Well, Or why not all of it? All of it, yeah. Again, you could do either different wings or – I. it would be awesome if – you know how, like, the, the, on the Disney cruise ship – I I've, and this was for me years ago. I haven't been on any of the new ships, but I know they sort of change, like, your dining experiences – each each night so what if you could somehow have a dining room that the first night it's like 1985 the next night you go it's 1955 and then the next night you go and it's 1885 i don't know <laughs> that'd be cool and you're eating Pretty wacky you're eating uh uh pigeon with bb's in it or something what is, what was it they <laughs> i can't remember what they shot it was rabbit it was rabbit in back to the future three they were eating rabbit and the uh Mike, michael j fox had like pellets in his mouth you remember that I'll I'll admit uh, of the three movies, uh, three is the one that I've seen. Yeah. So I'm just gonna say yes, Jay. I remember that. I think I'm right. But anyway, right? <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Except when you're wrong. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, let me let me finish my statement, dude. <laughs> well, thank you to all of you that responded in the Discord and in the Monday Morning Monorail Fam Facebook group. Again, if you want to be part of those groups, you can do it. You can do it. They're out there. Search up the group on Facebook or send me a message and we can get you in the Discord. 
Um, the other thing you can do is follow us on Twitter at Morning Monorail. And actually, we got a DM response from everyone's favorite member of the Monorail family, our friend Donna. And she Donna! said, she, she painted outside the lines and sent me a DM on this one, but that's okay. We, we like the creativity. She said, hi, guys. As far as the hotel idea for park uh, for a park goes, I would use every castle in the Disney parks and make them into a princess theme that suits their region or their existing theme that they already have and make that a hotel inside the park. And of course we would have high tea and really good food storybook reading by the princess that would go with that particular hotel. So if we were in Cinderella castle in Florida, Cinderella would come out and read two or three times a day, a story, the Bibbidi Bobbidi boutique, and even a gift shop. I know not original idea, but if I was doing a hotel, that's where I would start. Thank you for all you do. Glad you're all back together. Have a good one. Much love, Donna. We love you, Donna. We do love you, Donna. And shout out to Donna, by the way, because she also submitted a review on uh, iTunes for us and gave us five stars and said she was really glad that we're all back together. So Donna, Donna is setting the pace in terms of favorite Monorail family members. She's out there doing the work. Donna is my favorite member of the Monroe family. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's great. I mean, I think, you know, we're, we're doing Imagineering here. So anything is possible. Um, if you just believe, if you just believe, but having the, you, you want to talk about a high end hotel experience. If they're selling rooms in the castles, in the parks, can you imagine what Disney would charge for that? All of the Mm, money and they would sell out. (laughs) Yeah, they would. That's, Accurate. Yeah, but that's, I mean, that would be beautiful. That's the ultimate experience right there. Man. So. I'm just thinking about, like, like, like. I know, I know a lot of resorts uh, tout their uh, firework view uh, rooms. Oh, my God. Could you, could you imagine <laughs> the firework view from, like, oh, I don't know, Cinderella Castle? <laughs> <laughs> you actually get to light sound, the fuse. It would probably sound like you're under <laughs> attack, but still. <laughs> I think it'd be more of an auditory experience than, like, a visual experience at that point, though. It would. It, Just, it, depending on your view, you'd only get, like, part of the show. Um Actually, unless you were looking behind the castle, you'd only see the stuff they shoot off like from the castle. But in that exactly. case, in that case, they should give you like one of those long like grill lighters. And then you actually get to like, oh, know, no, participate. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Or just I mean, what, what, hold Jeff, a sparkler. Out your we're, we're, we're giving the public fire. I'm, I'm, <laughs> <I'm wrong. laughs> Maybe there's a big red button in the room. And you get to press it. It lights up and it's like, hey, when it's your turn, it'll flash. You press it and then you get to shoot off one of those cool like that shoots off from the side of the button pushing. Yes. Giving someone a lighter. Absolutely not. Especially Landon. (laughs) Do not trust him with fire. No, no. no, Give Landon fire again. What could possibly go wrong? (laughs) Or plenty. Alternately. Also, come eat my year old frozen, unfrozen turkey here next year. If you keep it around a few years, it could be the frozen four turkey. Here um, we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm aging and it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Aren't you supposed to age your turkey? Yeah. Uh-huh. It, 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 it's like a fine whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stick it under my under my sink. It'll be okay. Oh, I didn't know it's where you were going to stick it, but thankfully it was under your sink. <laughs> hey, at least I'm not talking about how, how, uh, how my Woody is aged. Uh, talking about your animation experience thing. Uh, hey, I I drew a bad one. That's all I said. That's all I said. Mm-hmm. Check the tape. Um, 
All right. Well, that feels to me like a good episode of the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast. Thank you all so much for being part of the family. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being back. Before we go, let's give Landon and Steffers a chance to promote whatever they want to promote. Landon, what would you like to promote? Do you want to promote Disney Wish since you haven't seen it yet? Yeah, sure. Go see that. Um, uh, especially with, we already know, uh, Frozen 4 <laughs> is coming. We haven't even gotten three. If you're one of those people that rolled their eyes when they uh, heard us talk about it or heard Bob Iger announce it, um, uh, or the same when uh, Toy Story 5, because they inexplicably skipped Toy Story 4, so they're going straight from three to five. That's that's weird. I don't think that's how <laughs> counting works. Uh, go see Wish, because uh, if you want more original Disney stuff, uh, Wish needs to do well at the, the box office. I don't think Jay was serious when he told me to plug <laughs> Wish, but here I am. Uh, also, go follow me on Twitter, L-A-N-D-O-Z. Please go follow me, Landon Doan. I'm the best. Landon Doan, not the rest. That's where you can follow me. 280 characters at a time on Twitter. I also appear on The Phil Show, News Talk 98.7 WOKI radio station locally here in Knoxville, Tennessee, streaming 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at Newstalk987.com. Also available in the iHeartRadio app and the Newstalk 987 app as well. I am going to be back Monday through Friday this week. Uh, the COVID seems to have uh, gone away mostly. And according to the latest CDC guidelines, I can return to work uh, mask free. So I'm looking forward to that, though. If I'm being completely honest, the fatigue is still kind of a kick my ass so yeah that'll that. stick with you yeah but i'm I glad you're feeling exhausting. better it, it oh, is yes we yes, were talking is. about your sickness i'm sorry i thought <laughs> never mind my bad life my general. existence is uh my sickness steffers so uh, i'm down with the sickness i was too fast for you steffers <laughs> i quit <laughs> <laughs> that's the third quit of the day I know, three I time. had to get one more in. Yeah, three t- third time's the charm. Maybe I mean it that time. I don't know. Is it because <laughs> is it you have to quit because you're bringing back Adventures with Steffers? No, no, it's Avengers with Steffers, dummy. Oh. Uh, next year. Okay, we're not quite ready for that yet. But what else you got we're going on? Ready. Anything exciting? Uh, my trip is this week. If you want to follow my adventures, <laughs> you see what I did there? You can follow me on uh, Instagram, Adventures with Steffers, S-T-E-P-H-E-R-S. Um, I have stuff on TikTok, which is also Adventures with Stuffers, but I haven't posted in a while. Actually, I've posted mostly Taylor Swift stuff recently. So <laughs> if you're a Swifty, you can go ahead and follow me on TikTok and maybe I'll get back to theme park content since I am indeed going to a theme park. That's exciting. But those are the places you can find me. You can send me cute dog tweets on Twitter at It's Stuffers, but like I don't really use Twitter. So don't at me. Because I probably won't read it. But if your Twitter starts blowing up with cute dog pictures, then. Okay, well, then I will clearly be checking them and let you guys know that I am checking them. However, the chances of someone sending me a cute dog is slim to none because people like cats. But apropos for this conversation in the Discord, we do have a pet pick channel. That's true. true. We do. And and all the, the. monorail family members like to post their pictures of their dogs there's a lot of cute dogs we do get some cats in there too so we get both yeah but, uh, electric uh main street arcade uh posts his cats so and and they're all cute they are Not cute. just uh, eric's cats it's all nice the, uh, doggos and cats it's really nice having a pet pick channel you can go in there and scroll through and it just brings a, a smile to your face a warm feeling to your heart just like this podcast like that. um yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> don't forget to give us five star reviews. Do it and five all stars. Your podcatchers. Yeah, just like yeah. be like Donna. Thank you, Donna, again for the review. Um, really appreciate that. It, it it's first of all it warms the heart, but also it does help people find the show if you go out and rate and review the podcast. Um, thanks everyone once again for interacting with us throughout the week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being part of the monorail family. I want to tell you all, first of all, um, next week, Steffers will not be with us. It'll just be Landon and I. So that means things are going to get crazy around here. We we don't, we have to behave when Steffers is around or else she quits the show. They don't really, they don't really <laughs> behave. So don't let I'm going to have you. fire. <laughs> Landon will have fire. Um, <laughs> I think next week we should focus on resetting M34D. Landon, what do you say to that? Ooh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I think you remember where we left off? I have I have breaking news. I found the M34D documents. So oh, I know thank you, Jesus. I know exactly where we were. Um so <laughs> we can resurrect that, but that's why I think it'd be a good idea to get in and reset and and maybe we'll do a little tease for where we're gonna take that. But uh come back for that. Also, if you would like to eat a character from your favorite theme park, uh please don't make it a human or else you will go. To the penalty box in life, not just in the. Yeah, you can you can keep Jeffrey. Wait, company. wait, we're we're canceling out even animated humans. Yeah, pl- let's just not do humanoids. Okay, I'm just I'm clarifying for the audience. I think we that should wasn't not. Going to be my answer. I just want to let everyone know. If you want, Jeffrey, you sound disappointed. What human do you want to? <laughs> no, it's not. I let's don't. It's it's not appropriate for this podcast. Um, oh dear lord! Mm. But like, for example, do you want to eat Sven the reindeer, not the moose? Do you want to? Do you want to eat uh, Bambi? Flounder. Flounder, oh. possibly. I. You know what's funny? I feel like we did this before. <laughs> we we have. I think we did. Would Ariel count? Because I mean, she has. Oh, a don't human even half, and then she has. Goodbye. A all right. And then no, no, no. We're done. <laughs> That's all for today. Thank you all so much once again for listening. Um, don't forget to thank a cast member, thank a team member, sit on your butt and munch. No, no, we're not doing that. It's oh. still a weird broken page with just a. Fat kid eating tater chips. I just, I just wanted to say it. Uh, well, well, I appreciate that. But as always, be excellent to each other and party on, dudes. We'll see you next time. Bye bye. See ya. <laughs>